Also, also, too quiet. I forgot to say, yes. what's, happy what's belated up? birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, I am. Um, it's a very chill birthday. Obviously, I managed to have it before all the stupid lockdown measures came in place. <laughs> but it was um, it was nice. It was just chill, and I like. How does chill. it feel to be twelve years old? Um, you know, I can finally go to the cinema by myself, which is great. Exactly. I can finally go and see Tenet. I wanted to see Tenet for so long, so I finally get to see Tenet. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Very so, yeah. exciting. Um, yes, this is the reason we didn't have an episode last week. It's because you were too busy getting hammered every single oh, yeah. day of the week. Blind drunk. You were just. Um, you were. You were either drunk or hungover any time we were going to record. So. Mm-hmm. I'm always <laughs> like that, but that's um, you can barely catch me on a good day, really. Like, I was going to say, I mean, you're, you're hungover right now, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm getting my stomach pump pumped tomorrow of all the alcohol. I'm going to the hospital to get to get all the alcohol removed from my system. It's going to be great. <laughs> Everyone's affected by COVID, and you're just here getting blind drunk. Yep, exactly. Right. Shall we get this show club? under the road? Yeah. Oh, shall we yeah, do, do yes. <laughs> Good luck editing that from, like, <laughs> retroactively. That's gonna be. Fun oh for you. God, that's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we did sync club. Uh, it started before, and I was like, I don't want to just derail this because it's quite funny. It just, it just, it just shows how out of it we've, we've, how, how, how out how of it we are. are. I knew and this was too awkward to say. I was just too <laughs> awkward to say. So hello and welcome back to 35 Minute Movies. We had a little bit of a week off last week um, because it was Cameron's 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are here again this week to chat about all things movie. I am... Your host, Awais, and I'm joined, as always, by Cameron Howe. How are you Hi. doing? Did you oh, see what I did you there? You just saw Jordy's joke. <laughs> Jordy did that every single time we did the iPhones podcast. Every single time we go, Cameron, how are you doing? And I'm just be like, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> it's, like it's a good the, joke. It's, like, it's a good joke. It's the most dad joke on the planet. Just having flashbacks to sitting in the Napier radio booth, like him recording that podcast, and he was just like, oh, I'm just okay yes so this is what is it what, what is this what do we do on this podcast uh so we talk about movies for 35 minutes we go through the news we talk about some films we've seen and um give you a wee preview of what's coming up now as i say we did miss last week so we do have quite a bit of catching up it seems we've got a lot to to talk about it so if you want we can just dive straight in yeah let's let's dive into the sad stuff first because obviously Covid's not getting not going. That that coronavirus thing. That's 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 uh, taking over the world, isn't it? That's like having a. <laughs> it's here to stay. It seems. <laughs> it looks like it. Uh, so everyone else thinks that. All the movie studios are like, yep, Covid's not going nowhere. So they delayed every single movie under the sun. Literally, I mean, Disney the other day announced new release dates for a big sort of chunk of their slate, but also previous to that. Um, a couple of the movies shifted, so I'm just going to quickly run through uh, the new release date. So Black Widow, of course, which was one of the the big the big October releases, um, it has moved from October 28th in the UK and November 6th in the US to May 7th, 2021. So that'll be almost a year since it was initially scheduled to come out. Over a year, in fact. I'm sure that is. Isn't that not? Isn't that exactly a year for at least the US? I think so. Yeah. That's insane. And um, Shang-Chi, which was originally supposed to come out May 7th, has obviously now 
been moved for Black Widow, and that's now opening on July 9th, 2021. Um, Eternals is moving from February 12th to November 5th, 2021, which I believe is also a year after it was originally supposed to come out. Um, the King's Man is moving forward um, from February 26th, and that's now taking the February 12th spot of Eternals. So that's probably the only release that's come forward. Um, you've also got Death on the Nile, the new Kenneth Branagh mystery film that's moving from October 16th to December 18th, which was previously the release date for West Side Story, um, which is now being delayed yeah, yeah. about a year. Um, to December, to, to, it's being delayed about a year to December 10th, 2021. And then earlier in the week, Candyman was delayed from October 16th to... 2001 although a new release date hasn't been specifically revealed and Wonder Woman 84 which was going to be opening October 2nd is now opening December 25th 2020 Ugh, that was a lot <laughs> a uh, lot of delays you, you, you did well there apart from the little stumble in the middle but we'll, we'll just forget we'll brush over that that's fine do you want to go again <laughs> no no we're good we're good we got it we got it um it does make you think uh, how long does Bond have left in its November slot? But apart from that, it's a sign of the times, really. I don't think anyone's... At least at my work, there's no one. Like, it's... You're lucky if you get five people in, in a day. And obviously, we're a very small cinema. We used to get maybe 30 to 40 folk a day, and now we're we're lucky if we get... And that's on, like, just a half day as well. That's a weekday. Um, so it just depends. It's really disappointing. Yeah, I know that I've been to the cinema a few times recently and it has always been quite quiet, which is is a relief for me in that I'm not as stressed about um, other people because it, the cinemas are quite empty. But obviously for the cinemas, it's not ideal. And I know that just today, um, Cineworld released a statement basically saying that they might not survive if another lockdown happens financially. It's insane, and I really want to go out and do my bit. Like, but I just don't feel I, I I'm back to not feeling too comfortable about it again, which is hypocritical working at a cinema. But I would go to my own cinema if that makes sense. Like, I wouldn't. I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to cross the fourth at the moment. You know, what I mean, that's where I'm kind of at. Like, I'm just sort of. I'm concerned because I obviously cases are rising everywhere, but just staying in this area, I don't feel like I want to take make unnecessary journeys, which seems to be. The going consensus for most people considering that we've had to move all these movies away because no one seems to be wanting to see stuff like Tenet yeah I think it was it's, it's a sign of the times I mean these were all going to move eventually um mm. Black Widow I'm pretty sure we talked in our last episode in fact about how Wonder Woman and Black Widow were likely going to move it's very interesting to see that Soul hasn't moved or or, or hasn't changed because there was rumors that it was going to go to Disney plus but nothing has been announced I think they're waiting for the film festival. I, I don't know, because that's been announced for the London Film Festival, and I think they're waiting for some reason. I don't understand why or what or how, but for some reason I think they're waiting. Yeah, and I wonder if part of it um, is maybe to do with The Crudes as well, because The Crude sequel just got a trailer, and that's um, releasing around about the same time, I believe, um it's it's also November. It's Thanksgiving um, in the yeah. US. I'm not entirely sure what the date is here, but that's also in November. I wonder if maybe they are hoping that 
Oh, we're January 2021 for the Crids. Oh, are we? Yeah. Yes, we're no, we are. No, we are. Yeah, I forgot we're we're actually 2021. But in the U, Yeah, which is weird then, because in the US, the Crids is not going to survive. Unless they've heard something. And this is just complete conspiracy theory, like Tenafile Hat. They've heard Disney are moving out of the US... Uh, moving Seoul to a different date, and they've taken the Seoul slot, um, like for like a kind of Thanksgiving area, yeah. Um, and it's still coming out in the UK, but that just seems silly. I don't think that's what's going to happen at all. But I don't part know. of me, part of me wonders if maybe it's counter programming to Bond for the US, uh, for the UK. Could be. It could be. If we they think we're we're more we're likely to go out and about for that, I guess. But I don't know. I I, I don't know if I don't know if Soul's gonna make it either. Uh, I just I just worry we're gonna bank if Bond sticks. I think that would do more harm than good. In a way. Oh, how so? Well, I just I was saying that in the group chat earlier where I think, I think we'll put too much put they'll put all their eggs in one basket again, hoping for like another almost relaunch of cinema cinema going. And it won't sustain it at all. No one will turn up for like the stuff afterwards. It'll just be for that one movie, and then everyone will move on. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right because I know that the same happened with Tenet, and obviously since Tenet, there have been some smaller releases, but I don't think they've been doing very well. No, and even Tenet's not been doing very well in grand scheme of things. I think it's international figures were above predictions but yeah i don't think it is it's doing amazing financially and that's i i almost think black widow should have stuck but at the same time i get why they can't um because obviously we seem to be on our way for another lockdown yeah uh, and at least in the uk so i just i understand why black widow didn't stick but at the same time i almost wish it had because i think people would have gone out because it seems to be the target age demographic people who would put up wearing the mask and go out and see this stuff in the cinema Whereas yeah. Bond, I feel, skews slightly older, who don't like the masks, don't like all that nonsense, and will just avoid the cinema and waiting for like the DVD or whatever. See, we were just... having this discussion earlier because I know a lot of people that are probably more excited for Bond than Black yeah, Widow. But I, I get that. But like, you've got to think about the general audience, and I feel like the younger folk don't really care about Bond. If that's if that makes sense. Yeah, I just I guess there's I something like that, said there. I feel like that's kind of like a. Where more, people, more people like more generalized 20 year olds are more likely to go and see Black Widow than Bond at least currently but I don't know maybe I'm just imagining that yeah I'd be interested to see figures but uh, at the time when it when they do both eventually come out but that's all the that's all the delays um a lot of delays um which just it feels like we're we're talking about that every week but there is some more positive news um there is some there is some exciting news about some projects coming up Oh, do tell. And the first sort of big project coming up that made a splash, also that came out of nowhere, um, James Gunn, who's obviously doing the upcoming Suicide Squad sequel slash reboot, is taking one of the characters, John Cena's Peacemaker, and giving him an eight-episode series on HBO Max. And apparently he's writing all eight episodes, and he's going to be quite involved in the directing of them as well, which is, is exciting. Seems like they have a lot of faith in this movie. Yeah, and also J- John Cena's character is one I pegged for dying quite quickly, so I'm interested to see yes. if this is a prequel or a like a or a continuation. Well, it's like cocky Captain America who doesn't, who's not afraid to kill, and 
John Cena playing cocky is the is obviously John Cena. John Cena can do that very well. Yeah, very well. It's his it's his kind of ballpark ballpark. What's the what am I word? Is that his, his kind of yeah, it's sort of his, yeah, his his yeah, his, his his role, his I guess. Yeah, his niche. Oh. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I'm it's, I'm excited, and it makes yeah. me more excited for the Suicide Squad because I don't think Warner Brothers would greenlight that if they weren't confident the movie was going to be a success. And obviously, I think they wouldn't greenlight it if they didn't think that John Cena's character was going to be good. Yeah, and especially um, new Warner Brothers as well, who seem to have their heads screwed on correctly, because they obviously, I'd imagine Warner Brothers from before thought that the the original Suicide Squad was going to be like a smash hit in terms of reviews. It did do very well financially, but in terms of <laughs> reviews, it was slaughtered. It got so, bombed, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how this new one goes. I think it will do very well. I'm looking really looking forward to it. I love what James Gunn does. I mean, Guardians I agree. Galaxy, great stuff. Um. There is more like streaming service news, I believe, as well, because we got. The, I want to talk quickly about the One Division trailer, which you haven't written down. Yes, yet. we don't have that in our notes, but oh my god, I'm so excited for it, dude! Yeah, it, it looks incredible. It genuinely looks incredible, and it's 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 almost. It feels like it's going to be something kind of different, which is what I kind of like, because obviously I understand all the Marvel films having different. I preach that all the time that they they are becoming more and more different and weirder and doing their own thing, but this seems to be. Like Mr. Robot had sex of like a like a nineteen fifties sitcom and a Marvel movie, and it was just it just seems like a great mixture. Like it's yeah. gonna be a kind of mind fucky, like um, hallucination, like yeah, a complete trip, and that's what I'm so looking forward to about this. And I believe that the comic series it's based on. So the sort of premise of the comic series is that she's grieving. Um, Wanda's grieving, and sort of to deal with losing vision, she creates this alternate reality this sort of dream life with him but obviously it starts to become quite sinister and obviously she starts to forget what's real and what's not and that lends itself to such a weird zany premise and it looks like they're really leaning into that and i i am honestly all here for it i think yeah. it looks fantastic i always thought it was i always, I always thought it sounded very different and unconventional and i like that they're so far leaning into that it seems mm -hmm. and it seems that people are desperate for more marvel stuff did you see how many views that they're reporting it got in the first 24 hours like yeah 53 like million. 53 million yeah insane stuff um that which is really it's really exciting i also didn't think we'd get it this quickly because it does tie into um multiverse of madness which is not due out till november next year yeah so i feel like gonna... it was probably finished because i know falcon and the winter soldier still has some reshoots to be done mm -hmm. so i feel like they probably didn't want to wait if you have yeah. all of this ready, then you might as well just put it out there because there's there's a demand for content and there's a demand for Marvel content. So why not? Now is your time to sort of capitalize on everyone being stuck at home and, and wanting new stuff to watch. Yeah, definitely. And that's not the only like Disney Plus series in like well in development either. Like um what was it? She Hulk got announced this week as well? Yes, yeah. So She Hulk was already in the works, um, but they officially announced that Tatiana Maslany is going to be playing She-Hulk. And I hope I pronounced that right, because as we know, I'm really that, bad that with name production. That sounded much more spot on than I was, than I thought, because I was looking at the note there and was like, I'm just going to try and style this out so I don't have to try and say the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like she's going to be the new She-Hulk, which is really exciting. I've not seen her in a lot, 
But I don't think I've seen her in anything. Have I? She I is know. a very so she was in Orphan Black and she was also in Stronger with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh right, I loved Stronger. That was a yeah, good movie. Yeah, and she's fantastic. She's a really really good actress, and I think that she's a really interesting choice for She-Hulk. She's not what I expected, but then again, but then again, I don't know who I was really expecting for it. Well, they were saying an Alison Brie type, were they not? That was who they were, like, I remember they were looking at casting and they were saying yeah. Marvel's looking for an Alison Brie type. Not Alison Brie herself for some reason, but an Alison Brie type. And I don't know if she is an Alison Brie type, which is interesting, so maybe that was... She's a- not, I don't think, but I think she's going to be really good in the role. Yeah, for sure. And also, I believe that um, Kat Koiro, um, the director, was announced to be the director of the, the She-Hulk um, series. Um, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala, Thank you. The Bad Boys for Life directors, they're also involved. You, ca- I, can't, I can get in trouble for that. You can't get in trouble for that. So, <laughs> we'll just... Um, I believe that Jessica Ch- uh, Gao, who is part of the writer's room for Rick and Morty, is also involved in writing of the series. Which, here's the thing. So, Kat Koiro is known for sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Jessica Gao, who is notably a writer on Rick and Morty. What yeah. are they going for tonally? I've not got... They must be going for something funny, but then what? it doesn't make sense. But then these guys here, they're Miss Marvel. They're doing Miss Marvel, which is more action. And I would have pegged Miss Marvel for more comedy than action. Although it's I suppose very I interesting. Like comedy action, but it is... That seems to be a, She-Hulk seems to be a very interesting mix of people that they're going for there. Yes. And then obviously the those those two guys there, they're doing Miss Marvel, which is my new favorite. So after playing the Avengers game, my new favorite superhero of all time. Yeah. Um, I, they're, they're very excited for that, and they're great. Bad Boys for Life. My God, that was a riot. Have you seen it? Because I yes, I have seen it. I loved it's it. A riot. Me, it's so me good. and you were like properly tooting its horn in our group chat about how it was yeah. one of the best films of the year. It's so much fun, dude, and it they did such the a good best, job. It, it, like, it really is. Oh my! And it, do you know what? It's funny. Is it could be the highest grossing movie of 2020 if everything if everything kind of pans out the way it goes, and <laughs> it could be the highest grossing movie of 2020, which is what I love. Good. It's what Will Smith and Martin Lawrence deserve. Uh, moving, uh, pivoting back into movies, Marvel movies. Did you see that they also cast a Kang? The, well, uh, what's supposedly a Kang the Conqueror for Ant Man Free? Yeah. So Jonathan Majors um, has been rumored. So he, not sorry, Jonathan Majors has been cast officially in Ant Man Three, and Deadline are reporting that it's Kang the Conqueror he's playing. That is, in, that is hype. Very that is hype. In very hype. And he's a terrific actor, so he is known for, like, The Five Bloods and The Last Black Man in San Francisco. He's also currently on Lovecraft Country, the TV series that's showing. All right. Um, he's, a fanta- he's a fantastic actor. And I feel like Kang the Conqueror, it just, again, it ties into what we're saying about this very different... MCU that we could be seeing in the future because I feel like you're not going to be done with Kang the Conqueror in one film. I feel like that's no. a possibly a Thanos type role right there. And Ant Man Free is supposed to be very, which is what I like because Ant Man, I kind of respect the Ant Man movies a lot. I really enjoy them. Um, and uh, Ant Man Free is supposed to be a very important movie. We could be getting the Young Avengers in them as well. Obviously, tying all the Disney Plus series into it. Um, like it could be that kind of 
where they're introduced, which is really interesting as well. It's so very it's really, exciting. It's such a, it's such a great time for movies we're not going to see for years because of this fucking pandemic. But I will say, sort of on the opposite end of you, as someone that's not as big a fan of the Ant-Man films, this really excites me about the direction they're going with that third one. And it gets mm-hmm. me in very intrigued to see what they do with this, this third Ant-Man film. Speaking of sort of casting news still, um, this one was surprising. So obviously we've talked about Olivia... Um, wild on the show before so she's doing a thriller called don't worry darling and shia labeouf was supposed to star in the film as florence Pugh's husband and as it sort of turned out he can no longer do the film because of sort of scheduling conflicts so they've replaced him with harry styles how bizarre what a downgrade as much as it's a downgrade because obviously shia labeouf is just the greatest and um, i'm very intrigued to see harry styles do more acting because i did really like him in dunkirk you see i didn't but i also don't think he was in it enough for me to really give a opinion on him yeah because he had like two lines and he, all i can remember him going he's a fucking frog like that's literally <laughs> it yeah you know i mean like I, I i'm interested to see this this movie is really exciting to me though because lovey wild obviously great stuff and that's the, yeah. her, that's her film her next film that's going into production soon isn't it it's going yeah it's um a horror thriller and it basically stars dakota johnson chris pine um olivia wilde as well apparently um florence Pugh, um and harry styles which is a really interesting mix of people with that premise and i'm very excited for it it sounds like a fun one to jump to do before you jump into doing Marvel movies because she is due to do a Spider-Man movie. Yes, definitely, after yeah. This, so that's, yeah. that's exciting. Um, yeah. And I've just read the last note here. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, speaking of exciting, <laughs> oh yes. Fast and Furious 9 is going to space. What? Um, what? I know, it's just what? very exciting times. And we knew it was coming. We had to know, we knew this was coming. We knew this was like, this obviously the next logical step after punching a fucking missile. But... <laughs> Tell me who leaked this. What happened? How did this come about? Now, I believe that Ludacris teased it in an interview a few months ago. And then Michelle Michelle Rodriguez recently was asked about it. And she was like, oh, he confirmed that? I thought it was a secret. Well, the cat's out the oh. back. We're, yeah, we're going to space. So, no. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I hope it's in the next trailer. Because that's the cat's out the back. So obviously just going to fucking tell us everything about the movie now with it. Please tell me the rocket is launched directly in the middle of Princess Street. That would be that would make me laugh. <laughs> Do you know what I think it might happen though? I feel like because so much of the film is filmed in other countries, like there's no way it can be a big subplot. I feel like it's probably going to be towards the end of the film and likely a setup for Fast Ten, which is supposed to be the ultimate fast movie that brings everyone back. Um, so I feel like space would be that good sort of. Inciting incident for that. I just, oh man, what what a time to be alive! Just give me it's... this movie now. We could have seen this movie. We could have seen this movie by now. Like I know, that's, that's man. It's like frustrating. Could you imagine sitting in the Edinburgh IMAX, like midnight showing for Fast Nine, just like just living life? <laughs> Vin Diesel's just on his way to space in a car. Oh man, oh I'm so excited. Look, look, 
I love the Fast and Furious movies. I think they're great. And now I'm even more excited for Fast 9. Because it's just the it's just it's just the natural progression. It's the only thing that they could do next. And I'm very I'm very intrigued to see how they go about it. Um also it's we've not got it written written down, but did you see that um Tom Cruise and Doug Lyman are going to space next year for a movie. Oh yeah, they 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 announced their date. Uh, SpaceX said their date was going. Was it was it October next year? That's happening. Yeah, October twenty twenty one, which is one way to sort of bypass the coronavirus restrictions. <laughs> go to space. L- lug yourself into space. Just go for it. That's what I'd do right now if I could. That's how to avoid <laughs> coronavirus. Literally, Tom Cruise is is he's a, him and Vin Diesel man. They're it's the space race all over again, but instead of Russia and America, it's Tom Cruise and Vin Diesel. At least Tom Cruise is going to actual space, and that's what I appreciate more is Tom Cruise has dedication to the craft, whereas Fast 9 is just going into green screen. Um, but yeah, that's all the, the sort of big news of the week. There was a lot, a lot to digest. Um, I am wary of time, so I am running us on to the reviews because there have been a fair few films out um, and coming out. None of which I've watched. Most of which I've seen. <laughs> yeah, so let's let, let's talk about the stuff you've seen then, shall we? Like, you're a massive Selena Gomez fan. I'd love to hear all about the Broken Hearts Gallery. You know what? Like, yes, I know it's a sort of meme that I'm a big Selena Gomez fan. And obviously I was looking forward to the Broken Hearts Gallery. But, like, I sort of expected it to be ironically good. But it was... Yeah. I was surprised by how unironically good it was. Like, how much I actually enjoyed it. Like, it's such a feel-good movie like i genuinely had a smile on my face for the whole hour and 40 minutes that it went on plus plus it really gets those sort of emotional moments right as well and there, there were a few tears in my eyes i have to admit and i know i'm not the only one um in this boat because our friends lee and adam also agree with also agree with me it's a genuinely good genuinely very sweet rom-com Oh, that's good then. And um, if I can't head out to the cinema, could I watch something on Netflix, say the new Tom Holland movie? Yes, there's a a couple new movies to watch on Netflix. The Devil All the Time is probably my recommendation. Um, That stars Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, Sebastian Stan, Bill Skarsgård, Riley Keough, (laughs) Mio Wasikowska. um, Just so many great names. And basically, it's a religious thriller um, now this we were we were sort of discussing this a couple of episodes ago because the embargo for this lifted really late and they were very sort of tight lipped with screeners, so we thought it was going to be bad. Yeah, we were we were under the impression it was going to be horrific. I think was... everyone was under that impression, but it's really really good. Now I will say this: it's 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 miserable. Um, if you <laughs> like that stuff then it's it's a good time. I am a bit sadistic. I quite enjoy these kinds of movies and I, I really, really liked it. Um, so it's nothing like Enola Holmes, which is supposed to be a very fun time. You were talking about <laughs> Enola, Enola yeah. Holmes last week and you just want to, would you like to regurgitate the fact that it is quite a fun fun family movie? Yeah, so Enola Holmes is also out um, and that's a very nice movie. So if you want, you know, I think it's a good palate cleanser after The Devil All the Time. <laughs> There's a good double bill for you. Um, watch it with your kids. Scar them and then, uh, you know, make them happy. We also had Nocturnal written down here, but I can't remember everything about it. We saw this at 
um, Nocturnal is out now. Is what's it on? What, where can I watch Nocturnal? Uh, I believe it's in cinemas and on demand. So I, I actually only included this because we have seen this movie. But I guess our review... It's crap. I was going to say, yeah. I guess our review is, is in the fact that we don't remember it. Yeah, it's crap. I remember being disgusted by it. Like, properly disgusted by it. It's very I don't weird. Wanna, yeah, I don't want to spoil the twist. But it's... Uh, oh, I remember being properly just by it like ugh. yeah I, I i i don't know how much we can disclose because i don't really know what's revealed in the marketing and stuff but i've seen no marketing so i don't know if it even has been marketed <laughs> just just horrible uh yeah <laughs> yeah um uh shall we do what's coming out oh, very quickly what's coming out this week um starting with today which is the friday the 25th of september schemers which we saw last year at the edinburgh film festival finally hit cinemas yeah so another movie that at least I don't remember. It's set in Dundee, but it was just... God, it was boring. 1970s Dundee. Um, the trailer actually looks look pretty good. I would watch it again uh, just because the trailer is actually pretty decent. Um, You're bold. You're bold. I wouldn't. I I just... I remember enough that I wouldn't want to watch it again. I didn't think it was atrocious. I didn't think it was bad. I, I remember being... I remember, in, I remember just watching it. I don't think anything... I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was great. I just remember watching it. It's 1970s Dundee. Two lads, uh, a lad, kind of like sets up a disco and starts like hiring bands and things because he owes money to like a drug dealer or like, a gang member. Yes, it's all coming back hire. to me now. Yes, he I hires, remember. It. He hires. I was. I only know this because I've been doing the marketing for my local cinema's Facebook page. So I've just been <laughs> just. I know the synopsis off by heart. <laughs> um, he he. So he needs to earn the money back. So he starts putting on bigger and bigger gigs, more ambitious gigs, and then it ends with it comes like a a concert promoter basically and it kind of the it, all the movie builds up to the most ambitious one which is a one at Caird Hall in Dundee an actual gig that happened because it's based on a true story Iron Maiden is who he kind of who's who he hired to, um, to do a gig in, in Dundee on their tour and that's that's the it's the all the mentalness that happens along with that because they're all doing it to impress a girl for some reason and it's based on a true story it's all coming back to me now damn yeah. I, I forgot yeah. all about it um, it's in cinemas it's showing in some cinemas Go out and yep. see it if you have a unlimited card. Otherwise, I wouldn't pay money for it. Or but it that's yeah, that's my personal personal opinion. Pay money for the Broken Hearts Gallery instead. <laughs> All right. Um, on Monday, the twenty a movie coming out on a Monday. What a, what a weird, what a weird. It's a digital twist. release. That's why I think uh, it's um, uh... on demand. So Becky comes out on Monday, which is uh, Kevin James playing a fascist. We talked about that. Last yes. pe- last podcast. Yeah, so I I time. have seen it, um, but I am going to hold off discussing it until next week when Cameron will have seen it as well, um, because I have some thoughts on this. It's quite a mean film, isn't it? It's like a very, like it's it's quite gruesome, is it not? It's like very. It's basically Kevin James is a new Nazi versus um, Becky, the thirteen-year-old girl, and it's quite gory. Um, there's there's some good kills in it. <laughs> Great. Um, on the Rocks comes out next Friday, October second, which is quite hyped. Although it's Sofia Coppola, and I don't, um, I can take or leave Sofia Coppola if I'm honest. Uh, but it's Bill Murray, so I don't think I've seen any Sofia Coppola. You've not seen any Sofia Coppola? Actually, Surely no, I've seen, seen I've seen The Beguiled. I've seen the 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 Beguiled. I didn't like The Beguiled. I didn't. I wasn't big on the Bling Ring. I quite like Mar- Mary Antoinette. I've seen most of her films. Um, I've not, one I've not seen is somewhere, but 
I just don't remember liking a lot of them. I liked Lost in Translation, but mainly because oh, I'm a massive Bill Murray stan. I was so. going to say, this On the Rocks <laughs> seems like it's right up your street then. Exactly. Yeah, I like Lost in Translation, <laughs> so let's let's hope I like this one. Um, and then obviously October 2nd, we have The Trial of Chicago 7, Aaron Sorkin's new film. And that's in the cinemas, and then it comes for a Netflix release on the 16th of October. Which is the thing is, I haven't even watched a trailer for it. So that's... I was going to, but I know the film's coming out next week, and I, I've booked a ticket to see it. So I just thought I might as well not. Fair enough. I'm going to see how everything is mid next week and then make a decision if I head out to Edinburgh and see stuff or not. Because, um, I don't know. I need to see how well I am as well because I'm obviously not doing very well health, like physical health-wise. So we'll see. Is your um, cinema not showing it? No. Uh, my owner, The owner is very opposed, a very big big fan of the window. Of the theatrical ah, okay. window. So he's very much against Netflix releases and doesn't think. So no on the rocks. So no on the rocks either. No on the rocks. No Chicago Seven. It's uh, quite depressing, but I can I can understand his reasoning behind it because if you if you don't give that exclusivity to at least my area, they wouldn't come out for it. So, yeah, I guess. Because they they're all very like, why would I do that if I can watch it on my TV or whatever? So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's wrap up here. Um, I've been Cameron. You can find me. Um, at Cam's OG on Twitter. Um, you are? I'm Oasis, and you can find me on Twitter at Oasis Oasis. Um, just a quick plug. I am obviously partaking in New York Film Festival right now. And if you want to see my thoughts on films or read any of my reviews, then that's where you can find them. And we will Ooh. both actually we will both actually be doing LFF starting next week. We forgot to mention Is that. that. Next week? Oh that's next God. week. It starts. It starts on October 1st. So that's ah, next week. Right. Um, there's not a lot. There's not a lot in the first few days, but still, LFF starts for for Cameron and I next week. So we will be bringing you guys some some coverage from that because it's virtual. So we're gonna be watching, gonna be watching those movies. It's gonna be hype time. So yes, please leave a review or whatever this you do on the podcast. Subscribe, follow, happy times. Do do we need to do we need to do to listen to this again because it really does help. Um, we'll see you next week for more of this nonsense. Hopefully, if I if I've not died by then. Um, hopefully not. But if if you do, the show must go on. I will get a new. You have replacement. Co-host. You have. You, you've already told me multiple times you're ready for a replacement. <laughs> so last uh, week, a quick, 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 fun, fun, quick story. Last week it was Cameron's birthday, so um, our schedules didn't really line up to record. But I did suggest to him that I could, as I say, I'm doing New York Film Festival, so I did suggest to him that I can bring in a co-host um, that's and also doing the festival. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that this is someone that's doing the festival with me. Um, and he was just, he just, you, you didn't even, you, you didn't even acknowledge it. He just ignored it. <laughs> I did. He just I ignored did. it. I was like, I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that. He I'm was not, like, I'm not, I'm not entertaining that. He I was like, yeah. I said, I said, if you can't do it, but and we still want to get an episode, I can bring someone else in. He was like, so I guess we're just going next week then. I guess we're just missing this week. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't want you to find someone better than me and me be replaced forever. It wasn't. So, it wasn't forever. It was just going to be for well, one episode. Well, you, know? you might enjoy it. I don't want you to get a taste for those kind of things. You're mine. I'm going to make you sign an exclusivity deal. Fine, but you don't mind being owned, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's me. Slavery? Question mark? <laughs> no. I'll pay you a small amount of money. 
<laughs> and on that bombshell. Yes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>